Hey everyone, my name is Lexi Thornberry and this is my brand new podcast, Talk Sexy with Lexi, episode one. I am so excited that I am finally making a podcast. I have wanted to start a podcast for like the last two years, but I just haven't because I have no idea how to use technology, let alone start a whole friggin' podcast. So I'm super happy that I'm finally starting one. Also thought I'll just jump on the bandwagon and start a podcast. You know, just felt left out. Here I am. So, um, I am going to give myself a little introduction My name is Lexi Thornberry. I'm 21 years old. I'm Australian, if you can tell. (laughs) I'm living in Queensland. Um, Some of you may know me from Love Island Australia season three, which was filmed in 2021, I think. Yeah. Um, But for the rest of you who have never seen Love Island, thank fuck, because now you can get to know me through this beautiful podcast. (laughs) So I kind of wanted to start this podcast as a way of pretending that I'm talking to my bestie on FaceTime, that kind of vibe. Just talk about like fun stories, random shit that's been happening because I feel like my friends and family are getting sick of the same stories I keep telling them. So I thought like, oh, why not just like post it on the internet for anyone around the world to listen to and like see if they like it better than my friends and family. So hopefully that kicks off. This episode, I am going to be talking about Love Island. Wow. Just to preface, I am not going to base my entire podcast on Love Island. I plan to actually talk about normal stuff and I have some amazing guests lined up to come on. I'm flying to Sydney next week and I'm going to film a few episodes with some awesome guests. But this episode, this is about Love Island. Not like what happened on the show, but the aftermath of what happened in my life when I left the villa. Let's get into it. I'm going to start off by saying, Love Island was awesome. The producers were so nice to me. And it was basically like I was on a one month long vacation, (laughs) tanning by the pool, hanging out with my friends. It felt so surreal. That was that was a good part. But so much awesome stuff happened, but also so much negative stuff happened. After I got off Love Island, I felt awesome. Like, whoa, I just got off this cool ass TV show. Like, whoa, my life is going to change big time. But it didn't. But I'll, I'll get to that later. It was super cool. I felt like I had a whole new friendship group. I was getting invited to these cool ass events. I got signed to a social media agency, which I thought was like so cool and would never happen to me. And I felt like just so many opportunities were arising and I really had no idea what the future held. This sounds so cliche, but I was honestly like anything could happen right now. That's kind of when shit hit the fan. Even though I was feeling on top of the world when I first left, I started getting a weird amount of hate, death threats, being slut shamed. On a daily basis, I would wake up and check my DMs and people would 
be calling me a whore and a slut and saying I did all of these things like give me a list of horrible things I've done that they saw online which I've never actually done just to preface all of the rumors that were spread about me and the Love Island cast all of them are fake so this was like really getting under my skin that I was being like slut shamed for stuff that I didn't actually do but receiving that weird amount of hate after just like being normal it was like a real shock I was also getting a lot of positive comments and dms but I really just could not get out of my head and I was focusing solely on the negative comments I thought going on to the show I'd be more resilient and not listen to people being mean to me online but actually experiencing it in real life it was so much harder to block out it really made me not want to share anything about my personal life ever again which is ironic oh how the tables have turned I'm literally starting a podcast to talk about my whole life um but I felt like a shell of a human and it got really sad I don't think I've ever been that sad and did not want to leave the house in case someone said something mean to me about the show or like about something they've seen about me on the internet I it got to the point where I stopped going out with my friends to like bars or clubs or something because I would go there and people would literally no joke come up to me and call me a bitch or a slut or just tell me how disgusting I am. So I did not want to leave the house. It made me reach a whole new level of paranoia that I didn't even know existed. And I've never been paranoid before. Um, Oh, it's making me like freak out even like reliving it, even thinking about it. By the way, in regards to all of the negative stuff and rumors that were made up about me and the cast, I would absolutely love to do an entire podcast on that topic. But for reasons that I cannot say right now, I cannot speak about it or say what stuff was made up about me. But you bet your ass when I'm allowed to talk about it and when I have all of... When I have all my shit together, I will 100% make a podcast talking about it. Maybe even a series because there is so much that happened that I've never, ever spoken about. And I have been biting my tongue for the last year. I still can't say anything. But I'm just telling you now, I am absolutely going to talk about this topic in a different podcast episode okay but to my point I always wondered what people who went on reality shows did afterwards do they go back to their job or how are they getting money I did not really put that much thought into it I just kind of thought like oh yeah they're on tv they look successful they have like a fair few Instagram followers, they must be set for life because I never see them posting about their job or anything else. They must be getting an income somehow. As I said, I like did not put any thought into it. 
But I thought the same thing was going to happen to me after I went on Love Island. Silly enough. Um, I just thought, oh, wow, I can finally like quit my bartending job and I'll be super successful. And then after getting off Love Island, I was like, hold on, Alexis. You actually need to have something to be successful in. You're not just going to be rich and famous and automatically have like a million dollars in your bank account for doing nothing. During all of this, I was not working. I quit my bartending job. I was at university studying and doing like a bartending job on the side, you know, as every uni student does just to pay their rent and live life. But I quit that job because I kind of felt like I couldn't go back or people would think like I'm a failure if I just went back to working a normal job, which hearing myself saying that now sounds so silly. But yeah, that's how I felt. If I went back to work, I would be a failure and I had anxiety about even being in public because so many people were giving me hate about random shit. There was absolutely no chance that I could work at a public job and I was freaking out. After that, I felt like I had kind of lost my purpose in life. I didn't really know what I was doing. I dropped out of uni because I couldn't do it through the show. I deferred and felt like I wasn't doing or accomplishing anything in my life and I was basically living months and months and months I was just living life off my savings account like I had saved so much money because I've worked like 20 million different jobs and I've just saved from all of them so luckily I had those savings but I remember a lot of the other cast from Love Island I would call them and we'll talk to each other and they'd be like I feel like I need to go back to work. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like I need to as well. This is like the brokest I've ever been in my life after Love Island because I just did not go back to work. I do not know what I was thinking. I just thought I would be set up. I remember one time in particular that cemented the idea that going back to work would make me a failure. I went into a the bar I used to work at. And one of the workers waltzed up to me and was like, why are you here? You're not going to come back to work. You're rich and famous now because you are on a little reality TV show. That person saying that to me, I was kind of like, oh, okay, maybe I can't come back. Maybe that'll be embarrassing. Shit. What do I do? Oh my gosh. And then I started freaking out because I'm like, okay, I can't come back to my job because they're all going to treat me weird now and like mean and I don't like I do not know what to do. Telling that story right now makes me feel like such an idiot. Why would I listen to that person? Like, oh, oh, hey, Lexi, you went on TV for three weeks and now suddenly you are a multimillionaire and you never have to work again in your life. Like, bitch, oh, I want to slap past Lexi in the face so hard for even thinking that was an option. Oh, you spent so much of my savings, you dumb bitch. But yeah, I kind of went into a spiral after Love Island. I was hanging around 
a bunch of people who I think were pretty toxic and were not beneficial to make me a better person at all. So I'm so glad they are out of my life. After I stopped hanging out with those people, I did kind of snap back into like the real world. And I was like, hey, Lexi, you can't just keep not working and waiting for a awesome opportunity to like come to you. That's what I was doing. I was waiting for something to come for me. Uh, come to me. <laughs> oh, lol. I was waiting for something to come to me and I actually was not working towards anything, which is so dumb. Uh, to anybody that is wanting to go on a reality show, I am telling you right now, do not do what I did and stop working and think that you're set for life because you're going on this TV show, okay? Like after you get off, go back to your job. You can do both. You can do social media and you can work and you can get a double income. That's what I should have done. But I went the silly route because I didn't want to bruise my ego and I had too much pride to just go back to my normal job. It is okay to work and make money afterwards, okay? You can build your career still. You can do all of that, but just do not get rid of your soul income because you don't want your ego dinted. So yeah, I'm, I'm back at work. I am back studying and I'm still doing social media. Now I'm doing this podcast and I feel like I should have done this a year ago, but I'm trying to not beat myself up about it. I kind of feel way more proud of myself that I can say like, yeah, I, I work and I do this and I do this. Like, oh, I don't even know what I was doing before. That's enough about Love Island. Please tell me if you want to know more, but that's as much as I wanted to talk about in my first episode today. I also did a lot of other stuff within that year from getting out of the villa to now. Like I was single, I've been dating, I am in a relationship now. Thank the gods because now I do not need to deal with the douchebags I was dealing with when I was single. But I thought I made up a little fun game. Every time I would go on a date, I would make a list and I called it, is your boyfriend a douchebag quiz? This quiz will literally save you from dating a red flag or heartbreak. Like I am telling you, your boyfriend is a douchebag before you even know. Now, this doesn't have to be specifically about boyfriends. This can be your friends with benefits, your situationship. I don't know. Anyone really like a guy you're starting to date, even a guy you went on a first date with. Make sure you read through this quiz. Everybody get your pen, get your paper, get your notepads out. Okay. You are going to write down if your boyfriend or situationship or friends with benefits does any of these things, and if he does, I'm sorry, it's 2023, it's a new year, we're starting clean, you need to get rid of him. <laughs> now, these are really specific because I wrote these about douchebags that I met during the past year of my life. Here it is. Is your boyfriend a douchebag quiz? Okay, number one, he takes his shirt off 
at a nightclub. Now, I've seen multiple douchebags in my time do this number. It's basically when they're like jacked up on steroids and they want everybody to admire their body. So they take their shirt off. Usually they end up getting kicked out of the club (laughs) for doing this. But I don't know. They must think it's worth it. Uh, So like girls, I don't know, can look at their, their muscles. I don't know. I still don't understand it. Even if he has a nice body... He's still a douchebag for taking a shirt off at the club. I'm sorry, but... Number two, he wears his sunnies on his neck. Now, this is like an oddly specific thing. Usually it's guys who wear like their sunglasses on the back of their neck. That is like a double whammy. That's like times two douchebagness if you're doing that. I need to stop calling guys douchebags. Like, I'm going to get cancelled that I'm a man-hater. I swear I'm not. Like, you know, I love men, but I don't like the douchebags, okay? So if you do this, you're a douchebag and don't listen to my podcast. Thank you. Number three. If they make you feel like you're dumb. Now, this is like a super popular thing that guys love to do, but usually it's only like the insecure guys. If your boyfriend's doing that, like get rid of him. He's insecure. Number three. (laughs) This is my favorite, I think. If he has a gold chain with a cross on it, but he's not religious. Now, I absolutely love when guys wear jewelry or a gold chain around their neck or like a little pendant I even love the gold chain and the cross that's good but if they are wearing it and they're not religious at all and they're just wearing it because they think it looks cool douchebag douchebag next one if he constantly has to convince you that he respects women (laughs) now if a guy is constantly telling you how much he respects women because he has sisters and he's super close to his mom but like it's kind of over the top that he always needs to remind you chances are he's not very respectful to women and he's gonna fuck you over funny isn't it next one if he says he's only into blondes now I did not come across this until I went on to Love Island. I went into the villa and I'm not going to say all the guys, but a large majority of them literally told me and all the other girls to our faces that they are only interested in dating girls with blonde hair. So to me, that kind of shows me like, oh, okay, so you don't like a girl's personality, your strictly looks, and you're kind of shallow. And I don't know, just hearing a guy actually admit that he only likes people with blonde hair made me ashamed to have blonde hair. (laughs) Like I wanted to diet brunette out of spite to him. Aaron, if you're listening, um... (laughs) You inspired me for that part of the podcast. Thank you. Next, if he doesn't sleep at your house after he has sex with you in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, this is the worst. So 
one of my girlfriends, she has a boyfriend. Now, this isn't like a like a beginning of a relationship type thing. She has been dating him for, I'm going to say over two years, maybe close to three. Her boyfriend will drive to her house, sleep with her. It's like 12 o'clock at night. It's midnight at this point. And then he'll drive home and sleep in his own bed after having sex with her. Now, he doesn't have work the next day. Um, he has nothing on the next day. She told me he won't even hang out with her, but he will just sleep with her and leave. Now that is a boyfriend of two years. If your boyfriend's doing that, I'm sorry. He's a dickhead (laughs) and you deserve better. Okay. You deserve cuddles after sex, especially from a man you've been dating for two consecutive years. If your situationship does this as well, it kind of sucks, but you know, it's a little more understandable. Ah, oh, still a douchey thing to do though. Okay. I don't know if this is a douchebag thing, this next one, but this is just like a pet peeve of mine that I don't like. If his lifestyle consists of going on three day benders every single week. Now, if your boyfriend or friends with benefits or situationship or person you're looking to date seriously is doing this every week, drinking from Thursday to Sunday, every single day, uh, it's probably not going to work out in the long run, okay? I've seen it happen to a lot of my close friends and it just never ends well. That's just a little red flag to watch out for. This is the next one. When he calls you, bro, mate, or dude, I freaking hate this one. Usually situationships do this on purpose, like this name calling to sort of like put you in the friend zone to make you feel bad about yourself. (laughs) But if you really like this guy and he's doing this on purpose to make you feel bad, red flag. Okay, this is a very specific one, but I have seen this with my own two eyes okay (laughs) he has a tattoo of a designer brand logo on his body so I went to an event last year and I witnessed a man take his shirt off and he had the Louis Vuitton logo like the LV tattooed on his body the background was like symbols of Louis Vuitton Is it Louis Vuitton or Louis Vuitton? I don't even know. God, maybe I'm a red flag. But to actually have a brand, a designer brand name tattooed on you, I don't know. It's just red flag to me. Uh, You can buy a Louis Vuitton shirt, maybe, that instead of a tattoo. I don't know. Red flag. Next. I hate this one. Skinny ripped jean shorts. Now... I love when guys wear jeans, you know, they can wear jeans. It's great. They can also wear shorts, but having the combination of skinny jeans that are tighter than my booty shorts mixed with rips, it's a no-go zone. Uh, We're not doing it. Like I'm talking about these skinny ripped jeans that men can't even bend over in. (laughs) 
And that are tighter than my little, a tighter and shorter than my little booty shorts in my cupboard. So those are a no-go for me. And if I see a guy wearing them, I immediately run the other way. Now, if your boyfriend wears these and he's honestly like an amazing person, you know, maybe don't dump him. Just take him on a shopping spree. Okay, next. He doesn't like you wearing makeup or clothes you look hot in because they're too revealing. Now, if you have ever been in a relationship and your boyfriend has done this to you, I am so sorry that you had to go through that. But if your boyfriend is doing this to you right now, I'm here to tell you that that is not normal and he is a toxic person. So please run, like run for the hills. Okay, next one. If he always puts time aside and makes plans with the boys and not you, his girlfriend, the apple of his eye, or you should be anyway, I feel like this one is more likely to happen in relationships where you're younger. This typically happened when me and my friends were in high school with like all our little high school boyfriends. Um, We were dating douchebags from private schools. So they kind of had that like private school mentality like yeah the boys and it was so annoying and it was like they would rather suck their friends dicks (laughs) than hang out with their girlfriend (laughs) and who knows (laughs) but if your boyfriend is doing that to you and you're not in high school he sounds like a douchebag to me I don't know Actually, in saying this, so boys, you should let your boyfriend have a boys night. Go out fucking to a bar with all his friends. You're allowed to have girls nights too. Like you are allowed to have separate time alone and hang out with your friends. But if he is literally only planning boys nights and will not take you on like a romantic date and really is treating you like a second option to his friends then I see that as a red flag and you shouldn't put up with that shit because you deserve the best, you know? But if you're in high school and you're listening to this, um, that's like kind of normal, but also break up with them because you're in high school and you should be single <laughs> while you're young. Next, if he hypes himself up on a first date and does not ask you any questions back, Now, this may not seem like a big thing, but in the long run, I'm going to say 99% of men that I've like come across who have only talked themselves up during a date and told me or like my girlfriends like how amazing they are and all this amazing stuff they're doing in their life and in the community and they Do not give a crap about what you're doing in your life and they're taking no interest. Usually that is a early sign of them being a little bit shallow and self-obsessed. And that shit will drive you crazy. Like dating a guy who is just kind of full of himself. That's just like an early indicator that I've picked up. They don't take interest in you or your life on a first date. So 
just a little, keep that in mind for your first dates this weekend. <laughs> okay, this is the last one. If he ever says the sentence, I'm not that type of guy. Let me ensure you right now, if a guy is telling you that he's not that type of guy, he's 100% that guy. Like, whatever he's telling you that he would never do because he's not that type of guy, he probably has done it like 27 times today, okay? Don't believe that bullshit. That is a lie. So that was the is your boyfriend a douchebag quiz. Now, if your boyfriend does any of these things or the majority of these things, I am sorry to say, but chances are he's likely a douche and you cannot see past the red flags because you have your rose colored glasses on and you are stuck in something I like to call the dick sand. Now, I got this beautiful piece of terminology (laughs) from the movie How to Be Single and Rebel Wilson explained it amazingly. So if you haven't seen it, watch it and what I'm about to talk to you about will make a lot more sense. Now the Dixon is a very popular term used in my household and you should use it in your households too. It actually should be added to the dictionary. (laughs) So the Dixand is like quicksand but with dicks. (laughs) This actually sounds ridiculous, but please hold on. I have a point at the end. The dick sand is when a woman completely loses herself when a guy she's into pays the slightest bit of attention to her. It's like she'll throw away all of her independence, morals, beliefs, and completely loses herself to a guy and gets sucked into their little world when they so much as look at her or send her that you up text. No, we're not doing it anymore. Studies have shown that the dick sand is the number one cause in Australia that lets girls think that their red flag of a boyfriend is actually a good person. Now, the dick sand is a very prominent factor in casual relationships, friends with benefits, flings or early relationships. Uh, Basically, like relationships that haven't been labeled yet. It can make you so blind to the fact that you could be dating the biggest douchebag on earth and not realize it. (laughs) If you are in the dick sand, you need to get out immediately and I'm going to tell you how the hell to escape the dick sand in my next episode. Also for my next segment in the next episode, I would love to discuss how far is too far. So what I mean by this is um, I want you to tell me how far you let someone you're dating go before you stood up for yourself. Like this can be drastic. Example, one of my friends witnessed a guy she was dating in the early days, of course, literally make out with another girl in front of her face. So that was too far for her before she put her foot down and was like, hey, dude, what the hell? You are seriously crossing my personal boundaries and that is not okay." Now, she was totally stuck in the dick sand and this dude like had so many red flags before this. 
but um, that was like her tipping point. So I would love everybody to DM me on Instagram. It is Lexi Thornberry. Leave absolutely no detail out. I would love to know how far you let a guy push your personal boundaries before you put your foot down and told him to go fuck himself. (laughs) Okay, so that will be in next week's episode. Please make sure that you follow me on Instagram. It is Lexi Thornberry. Uh, and subscribe to this podcast so I can keep making more. Thank you so much, guys. I will be back next week with a new episode. Bye.